remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? Are you just <laughs> are you just covering your? Are you embarrassed? Oh. No, I'm like revealing her, like a grand Dude. entrance. Look. <laughs> All right, I. You guys don't know this, but maybe you have. I think you mentioned it as one of like the previous episodes here. But your dad gifted you like a blanket this when you were blanket. young. Yeah, that blanket. The mischievous blanket. Yeah. Um. Uh, when you were really like a, a little kid, right? Like no. a six-year-old or something. Oh no, my No. But your dad gifted this of you when you were a six-year-old. Yes. Yeah. And this is me when I was six years old. That is not you, dude. <laughs> and you're holding the creepiest looking doll, dude. <laughs> and the and then he thought it was such a good idea it's to a, put it on a my, on a blanket. It's my favorite baby picture of yeah. myself. It's yeah. very creepy. I honestly I can I can believe they'd make like Annabelle movies out of that doll, dude. That's how creepy that doll is. I think I look I'm the one that looks creepy. Yeah, you look a little scared. Yo, put that down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> trying to scare no one. <laughs> dude. Alright. Um uh, hey guys, welcome back to the next one of your podcast. I'm your host Oscar. To the She disappeared. To the right of me is my co host and also my lovely wife here. Elma. Hi. And um, if you guys haven't been with us for the long run, uh, welcome. <laughs> you know, uh, we just read Reddit stories and give our unsolicited opinions and, you know, just have fun. It's a good time here. Um, uh, but today's theme overall is your insecurities are showing. Uh, I feel like there was um, a movie or, or like a like one of those uh, Madagascar kind of things. Mm-hmm. And there was like the smart character and like the dumb character. Like, there's always, you know, those, like, silly, dumb characters in movies. Okay. Um, uh, and, like, it'd be, like, and then one of them was, like, hey, your insecurities are showing. They were, like, oh, where? Or something. And they were covering themselves. Mm-hmm. I think it was SpongeBob. I think SpongeBob? It was, like, yeah, and I think, I think Patrick was, like, oh, where? Where? Or something. But uh, that's kind of where it reminds me of the okay. title. Yeah, but um, today's stories are iffy, man. I feel like that's kind of how we always start the episodes. I just want to give you guys a quick warning, you know? Just give you a heads up. These are a little iffy. Um, but are you ready to jump into yes. the to the first story here? All right. First story is my wife, twenty one female, is convinced I, twenty two male, will cheat on her. We are married for two years. Help me keep my cool. This is from a uh, relationship advice, by the way. Okay. So let's give our our advice. Uh, it goes first some background. When my wife and I first started dating, we were doing long distance. Everything was fine until suddenly she stopped texting me. She told me she would call every day for about a week and never did. After being tired of getting ignored, I decided to break it off with no hard feelings because I could tell there was some stuff she needed to work through. She blocked me and two months later, she shoots me a text explaining what had happened and that she was sorry. The very first thing I asked was, was there someone else? She said no. Having no reason to doubt her, we started talking again and ended up dating again. We got married nine months later and I come to find she is an extremely jealous woman. I tell her to calm down and she explains that she has been cheated on by all of her ex-boyfriends and that is why she has trust issues. So I tell her to work on it and I'll give her the time she needs. I start getting this uneasy feeling about our time apart and asked her time and time again if there was no one else. Until finally, after months, she tells me that she had in fact cheated on me when she ghosted me and had been with multiple other men during our two months apart. When she has said she was seeing no one. When I asked her why she lied to me, her answer was, because I knew you wouldn't marry me if you knew the truth. 
I have forgiven her, but she has told me that she knows for a fact that I want revenge and am going to cheat on her one day. She says that every time I compliment any girl on something, it's because I will fall in love with her. Any comment I make, she turns it into this subject. It's very frustrating because I'm not that kind of guy. She was the only relationship I had as an adult and I didn't really date as a teen. I am very frustrated at the fact that I have forgiven her, but she won't forgive me for minor innocuous actions. How do I deal with this and prevent myself from losing it? All right. I, I, feel don't know. Like, I don't know why they got married. Yeah, I feel like they... Well, actually, yeah, they have been married, huh? I don't know why they jumped into it so quick. I feel like they should have taken more time to really, you know, like actually get to know each other. That That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say because it sounds like he got to see this new side of her once they got married, yeah. which means that he didn't really know her. That's true, actually. I didn't even think about that like like that because uh, like what I was thinking was like, oh, well, you need to just kind of know your person, you know, like further. But I didn't even think about like, wait, so the time that they were not married and started dating again, she just wasn't like this. There, there was no signs. That's what I'm this? saying. I, they didn't. He didn't spend enough time to realize the signs yeah. or something, because I don't think someone can just hide it. Yeah. You are clueless. Yeah. Right? I, I think it, it the. The only way they would be able to hide it is if they had, like, malicious intent. Like, they were like, oh, I need to get, like, married. Like, someone needs to ring this bitch up, you know? So, like, I'm just going to hide it until, like, I actually get what I want, and then I'll show my true colors kind of thing. The way that I see it, though, it it's like this. If if they are this jealous, okay, that it takes them off right away, any comment. And, and yeah. Like, I can just picture them going out and her looking at him to see if he's looking at women passing by or whatever. Yeah. The rubber ducking? I don't ducking? think you can hide that. Rubber necking? <laughs> what did I say? Rubber, <laughs> rubber ducking? ducking. <laughs> well, there is no rubber ducks or rubber chickens. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. Uh, yeah, rubber, rubber necking. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, I, don't, I don't feel like she could have hidden that. Yeah. So well, when they were, before they were married. I don't know, man. I feel like sometimes people are psychos. Like, think about it. Like, but if you're this jealous, right? This yeah, jealous, but like, you, you it, would act like it didn't bother you at all. You wouldn't feel the aura change as the guy. Probably, probably. I think maybe he just took a chance. He was like, like, I don't know. I I feel like sometimes guys want to make it work so bad that like they will just pretend or even not guys just people in general mm-hmm. want to make something work so bad they'll pretend like the signs aren't there like and ignore they'll, they'll the red flags. yeah yeah exactly there's also like other things too like this is like an insecurity theme episode right yeah. all about insecurities and stuff and i feel like sometimes um uh, e- even like throwing it to the other the ball to the other court whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the guy might also be like insecure about his and this is just all assumption right it could be, like, he's insecure about the kind of girl that he can land. Maybe he thinks this is, like, the best he's going to get. Mm-hmm. So he, like, is ignoring the red flags because he's, like, well, I this is my best chance. I'm going to, I have to ring this girl up because I'm not going to get in the girl this, you know, whatever, good looking or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, So, like, maybe that's an insecurity he has. And he does, you know, he's choosing to live in it. What I am curious about yeah. is he said that when he, she reached back out, he asked if, if there was anyone else, she said no. Yeah. And I I think to quote it off the top of my head, okay. she explained what had happened. What had happened? He didn't tell us what her explanation was as to why she just ghosted him. Well, he, 
I guess not really. Like the one explanation that he said was because I knew you wouldn't marry me if I if you knew the truth. Kind no, of thing. no, no, no. Oh, like when it, they had taken a break. Mm, mm, I get what you're saying. Yeah, what yeah, what was her? Ex- yeah, while she was cheating, what was her explanation as to why she just ghosted him? Yeah, that's probably something you need to like actually talk through before. You know, you know, I don't think there's a reason that you could give yeah. me for me to be like, oh, that makes I mean, sense. Yeah. Well, Let's what if I got kidnapped together. by like I don't know the FBI and I had okay, to go you like got me there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got me. Um, that's right. <laughs> I was like in witness protection or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if it's not that, then yeah, there's not really a valid reason for it, and especially too like as we're growing older, I feel like I don't have like a specific like set of like hey you can only date or be with a person if they meet this criteria kind of thing which i feel like that's something that i had when i was younger like they had to be this way or whatever it had to be whatever right or a relationship won't work if they've broken up three times if they've broken up 10 times and a relationship is bound to fail like that's kind of like the mindset i had okay. right like I think off like, and on relationships yeah yeah like off and on relationships i've always been like uh they're not gonna work they just can't like they just there's too many broken pieces yeah you know but as I've grown older, I feel like I've come to understand, like, and, and I've seen relationships work, right? I've come to understand, that, like, there is no, like, formula to things. Like, there's no formula. Like, if someone breaks up 30 times or whatever, which is, like, crazy, right? Um, that doesn't mean their relationship is going to necessarily fail. It just means it's rockier. But it could, realistically, if they both really want to make it work, it's going to work, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like ghosting someone is kind of, like, still... It, I can't. You I can't, can't come back from that. I feel like you can't. You okay, can't okay. come back from it. You cannot. Like I like, don't think so either. Because that, that's damaging, bro. <laughs> like, well, I don't know how oh you man. see it. The way that I see it, I it just means that you're really bad at communicating. Yeah. And if we don't have communication, then what do we have? That's true. So I'm okay letting that go. I have a a personal story. Okay. About this. So like. Obviously, you're my wife and I love you, you know? <laughs> uh, but I've dated in the past, right? Obviously. This is news to me. Yeah, you know, I existed before you. So I did in the past. And I think it was like my second. No, I think it might have been. No, my first relationship. My first ever relationship. Okay. I was a youngster, eighth grader, you know? Um, uh, and uh, a girl that, that I started dating uh we were cool bro you know we do the occasional phone calling you know how these graders do or whatever okay um all of a sudden one day she just stopped texting me were you guys in the same school <laughs> no we okay we were in that really awkward phase in in transitioning where like you go from eighth to high school oh which so is your like freshman. that summer oh okay, yeah okay. that summer so we we met um uh and the eighth grade, like, you know how you have, like, the little celebration thing where, you, like, they take you to, I don't know if you had it, but it took me to Knott's with, yeah. like, my whole school. Um, that's cool. I went to Boomers. You suck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, my school maybe was doing good at the time. I don't know. Um, but they took us all to Knott's. Oh, no, we had to pay our tickets. So you had to pay, like, 100 bucks to go or whatever. But um, uh, we we went, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's where my, my friend introduced me to her. And then we were texting, blah, blah, summer, you know, we started dating um uh but we only hung out like twice <laughs> ever like okay. once was like during the uh knots and then second time at a mall but that was it but regardless you know getting on a topic here um uh she just ghosted me 
And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, like oh, I, I have no. I remember this. Are yeah, you bro. Me, technically, I still have a girlfriend. Technically, I'm still, bro. <laughs> technically, I'm still. We never broke up. She never broke up with me. I never broke up with her. We just did You know, oh, technically. Yeah, okay, let's let's make it official right now. Do you break up with your eighth grade girlfriend? <laughs> I I feel like it's been a long time coming. It's about time. <laughs> I think it's about time. Yeah, we're just out there, today we're celebrating done. our six years together. So barely yeah, now. It's congrats about time. to us, six years, huh? Yeah, let's go. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think it's time to let it go. I don't know. At the five year mark with us, I was like, I don't know. I kind of still want to hold on to her, but (laughs) (laughs) two years into marriage, (laughs) I'm just playing out. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that, that fucked me up, bro. And I don't know if it's because I was an eighth grader and I had like a 13 year old brain. Yeah. But like that messed with me so hard. Like I was like, bro, we're in love. Like this is what, yes, an eighth grader. You're like, you know, this that was not me no (laughs) to me i'm like this is the rest of my life like (laughs) you know what i'm saying um uh, and that messed me up so bad like getting ghosted like it it fudged with me like i was like is it my fault is it her fault um like did something happen to her did she get kidnapped like what's going on blah blah um um i'm like why is she just not telling me like did i do something wrong like there were so many thoughts in your head of like what could like what what happened to, to get to a certain point uh, but yeah, no, I think long story short, she probably just didn't want to be with me anymore. <laughs> she yeah. was in school, so she just, you know, but like, that fudge is You were her eighth grade summer fling. <sighs> I guess I was. It was, I think it was good while it lasted during that summer, I guess. I think ghosting is pretty shitty. Yeah. Just tell me you don't want to be with me no more. That's fine. Right? Like, that's cool, bro. At least give me some sort of closure, you know? Not yeah. even just for closure, just to not be a dick. That too. I mean, you get both. Um, uh, top comment here, though, is she will cheat on you again first. No worries. And I I get it. It's a funny top comment, but I wanted to go ahead and actually grab another top comment here just because I feel like that doesn't, you know, doesn't say much there. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, she might be insecure herself, so she might actually cheat on you. Yeah. Like, well, uh, there's something off with her for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's totally messed up to trick someone into marrying you. I think that that's so messed up. You're hiding something because you know that they won't marry you. Otherwise, yeah. you're still the shitty person that they wouldn't marry. You just tricked them into marrying you. Yeah. I feel like any type of tricking is pretty bad to you. Like, even if, like, just tricking them into dating you or something like that. But marrying you is the worst because then, like, you... I guess it's not the worst. It's, like, second tier. It could be the worst. the worst is having kids with somebody that you got... That tricked you into marrying them. That's, I feel like, top tier. Um, do you want to hear the other comment that I grabbed? Yeah. Okay. Other comment is, your wife projects a lot. Bottom line is, she knows she's a piece of shit. And since she cheated on you, she thinks you are capable of doing so as well. That's not likely going to change. This is her issue, not a you issue. She's a cheater, a liar, and suckered you into a marriage you wouldn't have agreed on to if you had known. The statistics and probability of your marriage survival long term is dismal. About 15%. Okay, first of all, before I even go forward, about how do you know 15%? <laughs> how do you, how do you, okay, how do you calculate that? Do you Absolutely have a, okay. 15%. I looked at the numbers. Yeah, you it, crunched it. Co- it was supposed to be in 16, but no. It was like 15.07. Mm-hmm. It is like that sometimes. Uh, then he says, then add to that 45% of people who will cheat will cheat again. Does she clank when she walks because she's got some brass ones? To turn her lying and infidelity around on you. I didn't get the last comment. I don't know what I that think, means. <laughs> I think I just we're just not 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're not very in tune with these no. with these type of sayings. I mean, clearly, as as you've seen in our previous episodes, we're pretty bad at saying so. I don't get it. Is she a robot? I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I don't know why, like, a horse came to mind. Like, the horse that's, very, that's kind of nasty. Like, I just picture a horse person. Oh, yeah. Right? Why did you? Right, okay. Back to the jokes. 15%? How do you calculate that? All right, we're good. <laughs> Clear up some air. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. No, I mean I get it. Like I do, I do agree with this person. I do feel like it's a type of like projection kind of thing. Um, I'm not sure how they did do the calculation and stuff, but I guess a 45 percent is a little more believable that someone who cheats 45 percent of the time would cheat again. And if you're in the, yeah. that circle thing, um, that's kind of bad. I say, um, I cut your losses, man. I'm sorry you got like you're in a marriage situation, but maybe just kind of try to dip out of it. You know. As, as you can i i wonder what what are the reasons that qualify for a annulment i don't know i'm not smart enough to answer <laughs> i don't know it doesn't have to be with smart we just don't know but yeah if someone lies and that's the reason why you got married mm-hmm. are you able to get an annulment or is that just divorce i want to say with my unprofessional opinion yes I do you oh, think okay. that's enough? Yeah. I don't think so. No? I oh. think laws are really strict. Um, but. I almost had it. It was a 50-50. <laughs> yes or no? Could have had <laughs> you, it. Yeah, I think you're wrong. <laughs> All right, well, it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, you ready for the next story? Yes. This one's actually pretty cool. I, I almost wish I had partially what this person has. But let's okay. get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Am I the equal for spending a lot of time in my bunker? Away from my family. The bunker <laughs> part is what I want. Okay, not the spending time away no, from no, my family. No, no, I want the bunker. How cool would it be to have a bunker? So claustrophobic, no thank you. Well, how big is your bunker? I'm thinking like Our real bunkers, big like, bunker. like underground? Yeah, but they yeah, could be no, huge. Thank you. I guess not, huh? You got a fake, um, uh, what's it called? Little picture thing, uh, window. You got a fake window. No, yeah. thank you. I know I'm underground. That's so claustrophobic. Yeah. All right, ready for this, sir? Mm-hmm. My grandfather was an incredibly talented man who also suffered from paranoia schizophrenia. And he was convinced that the nuclear apocalypse was going to end the human race at some point. So he built his own bunker and then buried oh, the I entrance. I that bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandpa built it. Yeah, dude, if, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it, I, I didn't even, I honestly skimmed through this story, so I don't know the ins and outs of the details. But I almost feel like it might even be booby trapped. Like, how do you know? Why would you booby trap well, your bunker? He has schizophrenia, so like, and paranoid, paranoid schizophrenia, meaning he might be paranoid about anything. Like, he'd be like, "Oh, what if someone gets into my bunker?" Okay. And booby traps it, okay. you know. So only he knows how to get in. All right. Kind of thing. I don't. I would not step foot <laughs> on that bunker. Okay, moving on with the story. Uh, <laughs> blah blah. So he built his own bunker and then buried the entrance because he was convinced. That both the KGB and the CIA were watching him and wanted to keep the bunker a secret. Yes, he was a crazy man. My dad inherited his house but never lived there. So when I had my first child in 2018 and got married in 2019, my dad made me an incredibly generous offer for the house. I bought computers that were more expensive than the house. The bunker became kind of an urban legend, mostly because my old grandpa used to tell a lot of crazy stories. But out of curiosity, I went looking for it and found the entrance. The old man really did it. So thanks to being stuck at home during the uneventful 2020 and 2021, 
I started remodeling the bunker to look less like a fallout vault and more like my own man cave. Everyone loves it, especially the kids, my nephews, and friends' children. So the house is decorated to my wife's taste, while I can do whatever I want in the bunker. Playing gaming, fix computers, set up a whole home server, work from home, etc. However, lately she has been complaining about being distant and spending a lot of time there and less time with her and our child. She is pregnant again, so she said she was worried, but I just promised to spend more time at the house. After a few weeks, that wasn't enough for her, and she accused me of abandoning her. I'm asking for judgment here because I'm trying to be there for my family, but this bunker feels like it's the only thing that's really mine and where I can actually have a break. But my wife has said she's going to seal the entrance, otherwise I might miss the birth and not even notice. Should I just move all of my stuff into the house and forget about it? Am I really being neglectful or is this just her pregnancy hormones talking? Well, she, she shouldn't seal off the bunker. That sounds like a decision that she would make on her own. Yeah. Instead of, like, talking it through with them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not okay. I think it was more like a joke. Like, she's like, unless I seal the bunker, you're going to miss the birth of our child. It could be. could not be. I feel like, okay, this one's kind of a tricky one because, like, I don't think it's, like, a here or there kind of situation. I think it's, like, kind of somewhere in the middle. Or, like, I I don't think that... He would even miss the birth of the of the, of the child. Yeah. I think he's just having like too much that's fun. Exaggerating. Yeah, that's yeah. exaggerating. But I think he's just having too much fun with his bunker, which I get. Like, I I feel like people just need their time sometimes, yeah. and I think he just found joy of the fact that, dude, a hobby, uh, a project. It's my yeah. hobby. Um, I'm here by myself. It's all in my man cave. Like my computers over there. Like my gaming system over there. Yeah. My couch. Like he just he he fell in love with the idea of it too much or the enjoyment of it too much, and I don't think you have to let it go. Like that's not necessarily what you need to do, but I do think there's like a middle, you know, middle ground. Yeah. Like you should probably like maybe spend a little bit less time there, spend a little more time with the family kind of thing. And it's also like. And make like, sure that you're present, like, mentally when you're there. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, a big thing, too. I feel like that's something, like, I've struggled with as well. Because sometimes, like, I'm, I'm physically there, but I'm not mentally there. Yeah. Because I'm, like, oh, I have so much going on. Like, what, it, what about, what's, what should the next podcast topic be? Um, I'm studying to get, like, an IT certificate. So, like, I'm thinking about how, like, stressful that is. And then there's just a million other things going on, right? Yeah. Work and whatever, right? So, like, that's something that I've been trying to be better at, too. Just trying to, like, be presently there. But also kind of, like, kind of uh, associating what I just talked about with this. I can see how, like, addictive it is to have something new. Yeah. Like, whenever I got my new laptop or, right, like, uh, or, or like, I don't know, I, I got into editing or something. Like, it's just addictive. To, or drawing like like uh with my graphics tablet kind of stuff like that like it gets so addicting to it. i want to just do this all the time yeah you know so it's it's hard to to see from the outside perspective that you're you're spending too much time on it and people are suffering because of it and not necessarily suffering but like relationship is being strained right because yeah. i'm spending more time with that thing than i am with you you know um so i want to say he's not being an a-hole and she's not necessarily an a-hole either but a, there's a middle ground for sure when you were reading this story it yeah. kind of scared me why and it's one of the reasons why I, I don't know about having kids i know i want to have okay. kids but not until way later yeah um i'm me and i'm your wife yeah, you but are. i feel like i'm my own person still yeah and i can do whatever i want 
Mm-hmm. But when we have kids and you become a mom, yeah, I feel like you are primarily a mom, mm. and you can't take a break from being a mom. Yeah, you're you're just forever a mom. You get me? Because I I, get I, I go to TJ and spend a week uh with my dad and my brother over there yeah and and i can do that because i'm yeah. still my own person even though i'm your wife yeah um but being a mom i don't know if she works but it sounds like he he does i don't know if yeah. she does but if she doesn't then she's just a mom all day yeah and he goes to work so he gets a break from family i guess at that time Mm-hmm. And comes home and he has his man cave, his only place where he can feel like it's his. Yeah. But does she? Does yeah. she have a place that like no place to take a break? Or anything? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And that's one of my fears of becoming a parent. Like, will I forever lose a place where I can just be me again? I get you. I think that's kind of like we're and we're not parents, so we don't really know what the answer to that is. Yeah. But like, I think that's kind of where like good parenting balance comes into play because like if if a, one of the two parents obviously mm-hmm. is like feeling like i don't have me anymore mm-hmm. like it's i'm just title mom um uh, that's bad that's bad for you as a person you know you shouldn't feel like you had to battle between being yourself and being a mom so i feel like that's kind of where like the parenting like or not parent, um kind of the, the marriage steps in and is like hey i get that you're feeling this way like I, i'll take the shift like i'll take care of the kids for a little while you do whatever you need to do man go have fun with your besties or whatever yeah and then like you know when you come but back it's just refresh that it just feels i don't know like if it feels it, trapping it does feel a trappy yeah cause because there's, it, yeah even if you let's say i just want to be with you yeah um i guess you can get a babysitter but it's like a babysitter for the night and then you're yeah. right back into it Dang, you're right. It's kind of like you have, like, something stuck to you forever. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. You know what I'm saying? I get you. I hey, wonder. We get to choose and do whatever we want to do. Yeah. Um, we went to sleep at 3 a.m., you know, because we wanted yeah. to. The other day, we went to sleep at 3 a.m. again because we were playing games together. Yeah. It's pretty bad for mental, though. <laughs> yeah, we're tired. Yeah. Um, But... We we can go travel wherever we want to, whenever we want to. It's like we just have the choices to do whatever we want. Yeah. And the freedom for it. And once yeah. you're a parent, you're just a parent. Yeah. That, well, I don't know, right? Because I don't have kids. But that that's how I guys. see it. That is not how you guys see it. Like, do you guys feel this way as well? Or at least, like, like even, like, uh, parents out subconsciously there? or just, like, at least minimal out there, parents out there, do you guys feel like this? Like, do you feel kind of trapped almost? Or is, or is, like, the fact that you have a child, like, uh, I don't know, rewarding enough and feels like I'm, I'm fulfilled and, you know, you don't feel trapped because of it. Because that is, that is interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Um, but I feel back, like selfish. I, I feel one like of the things yeah. I think about is like, okay, when it's Christmas and we hang out with family, you know, like there's no kids um, in the family. Um, so we choose what we watch. We choose what we eat. We choose what we do. And I f- yeah. like I think when a kid is involved, is uh, what movie can we watch that the kid can watch, or the movie that the kid wants to watch, or it just becomes primarily about someone else. And I don't think I'm ready to to you put someone up. else because yeah. I put you first, you know, um, yeah. and I put me first. But we are adults, yeah. So it's different when you have to put a kid first. Yeah. It just 
I don't know. I think I, I'm too you selfish definitely, for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely give up a lot of stuff. But I think I think it also might just be like an age thing. Once we get, you know, more mature, older, and not necessarily, I guess mature is the right word, but also um, just wiser and, I don't know, just age. When you age, I feel like you, you go through more life stuff and eventually maybe you'll, there will be like, almost like unlocking a, a new level or a new feature about your your person because like, like you're ready to be a parent yeah like you're ready you're, you're ready to give up all those extra things like i don't care about a movie i don't care about this like i don't care about what trip okay. i just want to have a parent and child relationship you know yeah. kind of thing maybe i don't know maybe that's <laughs> that's the thing that i've talked to you you know yeah. I, we've said we're not gonna have kids for a while like yeah around 30 is the age that we want to have kids yeah. but what i'm scared of is i know that i want to have kids i'm just scared that the age 30 will come and, and i still won't want to. want to that's a scary thought yeah maybe i just need to like split myself in two or live more than one life and one life i just don't have kids and one i do <laughs> i feel that's kind of i don't know that's a scary place to be and i feel like that's a very real place to be and we're gonna jump back into the story yeah. in a second but like that's a very scary but real place to be because i feel like that's kind of what causes damaging a kid because i feel like the parent wants to live two different lives but they but you realistically can't you can't be like sorry a party <laughs> yeah like yeah you can't be like the party <laughs> animal i'm saying i already screwed up by oh thinking no, no, no 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 not thinking no <laughs> my bad i thought you something else not think not by thinking about that it's, i like i said i think it's perfect normal thing about that but like i i feel like once you hit 30s and you are still undecisive but you have the kid anyway i feel like that's kind of where it might cause issues because you're gonna try to live two different lives essentially yeah wow the kid is taking the forefront of the damage, you yeah. know? But I think yeah. you, I have another layer of stress that you don't, because you're saved. Your Let's older go. sister has three kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my brother's son and I going to have kids. So I'm like my mom's only hope of becoming a grandma. Yeah. Toughy. All right. Yeah. Jumping back to sorry. No one's an asshole. It's just. <laughs> Complicated. Yeah. Um. Uh, they, there was a little thing that I missed to add here. Um, but he said, to be clear, I do help with the house chores and spend time with my son when I'm there. And I have an intercom in the bunker so my wife can just call me if she needs anything and I'll go up there immediately. So it looks like the bunker is right underneath the house, right? I, I don't know if it's right underneath, but like maybe the backyard or something. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, he did add a few things and there's also an update on this one. Okay. So edit to add. Everybody's asking me this. I spend at least six hours at the bunker on weekdays. I work there, so I think it is reasonable. And at least four hours on the weekends. But yeah, you're right. I need to make arrangements. I forgot to mention, our son goes to kindergarten, so my wife has time to work and sometimes to be alone at home. Okay. I don't know. I feel like maybe uh, this kind of sucks, but I feel like maybe it is. I don't know, man. Should I even? Like, I don't even want to like. Okay. I. <laughs> I feel Say like it. I feel like the wife actually might be a little bit extra right now, but I think that's not necessarily a fair thing to say from my end, because I don't know the relationship they have. Yeah. Because our relationship, dude, if I wanted to spend four hours in the bunker, you'd be like, spend four hours in the bunker. But depends when, the day. Depends the day, right? <laughs> well, he says on weekends, right? But like yeah. I'm taking, I'm basing it off for us, right? Because I feel like we have a pretty healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, go spend four hours in, the, in on the bunker. But I know for a fact, when I come out of that motherfucking bunker, I'm giving you quality ass motherfucking time, yeah. right? All you, baby girl. But I don't know if he's doing the same. Like 
after the four hours, is he just coming home and being like, all right, let's watch TV or like, let's just settle down. Can yeah. you get me some, can you cook me some food? Like if he's that type of guy, then yeah, dude, you're being shitty. But if he's not and he's actually giving quality time to her and everything, then maybe she's kind of in the wrong here. And also though, I f- they sometimes I'm more needy some days than others, you know? Yeah. And she's pregnant. I don't know how she's feeling right now. Yeah. I know that pregnancy can make you different yeah think different the hormones and everything yeah crave different things stop yeah. liking certain things yeah. it, it just changes so much yeah. so what if right now she's just like in a very needy part of her pregnancy which is fine to be honest like bro, she's pregnant give her everything that she needs at this point like what the heck you know there's a child she's carrying there's your child she's carrying so yeah i want to see that energy once i get pregnant <laughs> i'm completely different <laughs> you're like nah yeah you, you got it you, whatever <laughs> uh overall rating on this one was you're the whole top comment is you're the whole where is your wife's one career equivalent and how many hours per week does she get in the space versus you in your bunker way to go putting 100 percent of the mental load on your wife in no uncertain terms that's what I was talking uh, about. Where's like, does she have a place where she can feel like it's just hers? You just get two bunkers now, <laughs> and a bunker and the bunker. Uh, yeah, maybe not. He did. He did mention that whenever the kids in the, in the kindergarten, she does have some alone time for herself. But is it the same? You know. It know. yeah, because sometimes when they're like uh, at school, is okay. What am I gonna make for dinner? And let me clean up these rooms and wash clothes. Yeah. You know, it yeah. gets done at some time yeah uh there is an update on this though you want to jump into it okay update i talked to my wife i asked her to be very honest and i promised to let her talk until she was done first of all it's not just about the time i spent in the bunker now but she felt completely alone taking care of our little baby while i spent almost all of my free time remodeling and building and when it's done i'm just down there i explained to her that it was basically my office now she understood and apologized and then continued to explain herself I'll just quote the gist of it because we talked for hours. I haven't been my own person since my first pregnancy. I feel like a doll. Every day is the same. I'm bored, frustrated, angry. Just when I thought I might, it might get easier, I get pregnant again. How many years until I can just be me again? You have a big hole underground where you can play and not care about the world. I haven't read a book in years. I can't read two pages without falling asleep. Yes, the house looks nice, but what about a place for me? I don't want a Kindle. I don't want audiobooks to listen to while cooking or driving. I want a physical collection. Where do I put them? When was the last time I went to a library? When was the last time you gave me something made of real paper? For context, she's always been a bookworm, loves books, and the aesthetic of having shelves full of them. But it's true, she hasn't read in a long time. I gave her a Kindle for our anniversary, and I paid for her Audible subscription. I thought those would be good substitutes, but they're not. Stop thinking that a screen can solve everything. I need you with me. I married a human, not a sim. Download some emotions. I want to write again, but how? When? Well, will you read my first crappy drafts or just take a look and say it's okay? Can you have our son in the bunker for a few hours a day? He's bored here. He won't be bored down there. It was hard, but I needed it. And she needed it. I'm going to move my gaming consoles into the house and see if I can set up a Steam link to stream games from my gaming PC to our TV or something we agreed to go on dates outside of the house and i'm going to take care of more responsibilities around the house i want to address something that i was told by my parents that i had to help with the house help with the kids but then i came to edit and it turns out that helping is a problem you talked a lot about mental load this was the first time i heard about it who was supposed to teach me that helping 
not having addictions, being loyal and always being there seemed like what every good husband does. Now I realize it was just the bare minimum. I feel like I have to relearn everything and it's hard to realize that I'm a bad husband and father for thinking that the bare minimum was all I needed to have a long and happy marriage. I became a Reddit villain by being clueless, but I accept that. I'll see you again soon. Thank you all. Uh oh, that makes me happy and sad. Yeah, it's a very, yeah, it's a very conflicting feelings. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm happy they talked about it. It's so true though, because you it, you don't help to take care of your kid. Like you you're you're taking care of your kid. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's one responsibility that gets shared. Not that one is helping the other person. Yeah, you're not helping me. Yeah, it's like we're doing it together. Yeah, kind of thing. It's both of our shared responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so conflicting, man. And if <laughs> we're not parents yet, but I feel like this is kind of scary, you know? Yeah, it is. It's a scary thing, like like kind of us adulting and going into the next era, which would probably be having kids or something, yeah. like uh, in our thirties. It's scary that this happens. Yeah. And it's scary because I feel like I don't think I they didn't thought know that what I said was literally going to be yeah. what she was going to. <laughs> reflected right to it. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like it's scary because I don't feel like anybody really aims for this but i yeah. feel like sometimes this it just, just happens. happens um uh, i do agree though and and i feel like that like i'm happy that he had that relaxation because i feel like not a lot of people do where like uh helping like help is not the right term because I, and i feel like i've always i feel like i've used that in the past where like you're i don't know and this might be just be a little too transparent here but like you'll get like frustrated with me because like i'm i'm messy i'm just a messy person sometimes and i'm sometimes clueless about that um uh, but but then there'll be days where like I clean up. I'm like, look, I helped you washing yeah. the dishes, and you and you, like to me, I'm like, I'm doing a good thing. But it, I'm not. I I shouldn't be like I helped you because it's not your responsibility. Like we're it's our responsibility to clean the house, you know. So like I I get where he's coming from, and uh, maybe it wasn't from like a bad place, but I can see how it caused damage. But I'm happy that he's now like aware of it, and it's like. Oh, not helping. I need to actually take part of the responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, dude, that I'm Kinda telling you, this though. story just scared me. <laughs> it's a little it, scary. It just, it just, it brought to life yeah. the feelings I've had. Yeah. And you know, sometimes I'm like on YouTube and I'm shorts, and I thought like I I look a lot of like a couple sometimes mm -hmm. like they just come up and um they've had kids. Yeah. And you just see. I like last week I think it was I saw like three different couples and there was a girl just saying let's see how long it takes until my kid like comes running in asking for me and it's I'm just trying uh -oh. to do my makeup I'm just trying to shower I'm just trying yeah. to you know yeah and and you have like no time to yourself like yeah it's scary I don't know man I feel like I, I think there has to be some sort of reward at the end right I don't know. They just move out, get married, and then do it themselves. Yeah, such a weird cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Um, you ready for the next story? Yeah. All right. Next story is, am I the hijo for telling my son's father his wife's insecurities are not my problem? I've been struggling whether or not to post this for a couple of weeks, but here we go. I, 30 female, have an 8-year-old boy with my ex one, 30 male. We were never married, just together for two years, broke up before our child was born. I've been married for six years to my partner, Carlos, 32 male, and he's been married to his partner, Julie, 28 female, for two years. Just real quick. She really went from Juan to Carlos, huh? <laughs> I guess she, got a, she has a type. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I see you. 
We have a good co-parent relationship. I try my best to accommodate to his work schedule so he can see and take care of our son for the weekend. We have lunch or dinner together once a month with our son so he can talk to us about school or anything going on and so he can see his parents get along. These lunches don't take more than 30 minutes tops. We don't go anywhere fancy, just McDonald's or whatever our son wants and all that's talked about is our son and what he has going on. Both of our partners are okay with that or so I thought. A few months ago, my son told me he wasn't comfortable going over to his dad's house anymore. When asked why, he said because of Julie. I tried to ask more, but he wouldn't tell me. I told Juan what our child had said, and he said he'll look into it. We had our monthly lunch last month. Everything went fine. We went home, and then Juan called me to tell me Julie is not comfortable with us having lunch slash dinner together, and that she doesn't want me to be near him for us to talk so often. He said to save his marriage issues, he's respecting her wishes. I told him her insecurities were not my problem and he should be more worried about why our son is not comfortable around her anymore. I told him I'm not changing what's worked for our son for 8 years because she's insecure of a pregnant lady who's married and wants nothing with her husband but a healthy co-parenting relationship for her child. He said I was on speaker and that I didn't have to be such an asshole. I didn't think I was but my sister said I was a bit harsh so am I the asshole. Hell no. No, 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 no. Oh, man. I feel like co-parenting is part. This is honestly, from the stories, I feel like it's more of a parenting <laughs> episode almost. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. I Co-parenting is hard, bro. I feel like. Because there's so many emotions involved. And so many people. It's like there's two people on one side, two people on the other, and then the kid. There's five people in one, like, relationship almost. Yeah. Ugh. What do you think about this, though? The mom is completely right. She was not out of line and she wasn't harsh. It's true. Why are you uncomfortable? Why are you jealous of your husband going to have dinner once a month for his son? Which, if you're married, then isn't he your son too? Like, see him as... Yeah. It's like an adopted son, you know? Unless she, she doesn't see him that way. You know, like, if she's... Which would be fine, because I don't think that you can replace a mom-mom. Yeah. You know? Um, But she is... Like, I just don't understand jealousy like that. Yeah. It's like next level stuff. She's married. She's going to have another kid with her husband. What are you jealous of? This is not for anything other than the kid. Yeah. I feel like sometimes jealousy comes out in really nasty ways. And it kind of, like, uh, evolves into loss of control. Like, I feel like maybe she doesn't like that she doesn't know what's going on in the lunches. And she's like, okay, you tell me you guys are just, like, whatever, right? Like, well, eating. That's and an you tell too. me that, like, she's pregnant. And you tell me all this. But what's really going on? doing lunches and i feel that's like that's an issue that she has because I why agree. doesn't she trust her husband in that case that's what and i'm saying so i feel like jealousy sometimes turns into like, <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you would be able to tell if she's pregnant or not i mean unless she never sees her right but like that's what i'm saying that like i feel like sometimes jealousy kind of like turns and evolves into something uglier like this like mistrust yeah. and like lack of control which freaks that's her out her issue yeah i do agree i feel like all of this is her issue which is kind of like you know yeah. Getting the theme of the top And that's here. so sad because when you were reading it, I was happy. It, when they were talking about how they co-parent, yeah. that made me happy because I know that my parents split up once I was already pretty old. I was 16, I think. You were like 24. I was 17. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but I'm still so grateful that 
I have one Christmas at my family's. Yeah, they they do great for doing that. Yeah, yeah, I'm so together. grateful that we are able to go on family vacations, and it's not A because I hope that they'll get together. Because I don't. I I'm okay with them just being apart. I remember how they were together, and I'm happy how they are now. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy that I'm able to share experiences with both my parents and my brothers present. Yeah, you know, um. I, I couldn't imagine it having it another way. That would be like so heartbreaking to, yeah. to have to go to one Christmas and the other Christmas. Yeah. And, then like, and it, it yeah. would get so much harder when you were with a spouse because it, it's, we already have to figure out Christmas at my family's and Christmas at your family's, you know? Now I'll throw another one into the, throw that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, oh yeah. Man, I, I already finished, but go ahead. This place should not tag me over here. Right, go ahead. <laughs> it, no, that's just pretty much it. That made me happy that they, they are good parents in that way yeah. that they put their kid first and put their differences aside and realize I didn't work out, but that doesn't mean that they can't be great parents to their kid and for someone to get in the way of that because of trust yeah. issues. I completely agree with you. That's kind of what I was saying earlier too. Like just too much entanglement. It would have been kind of bad if like your parents decided not to like, you know, co-parent together with you guys. Cause if they, if they each had their own thing going on, dude, that's like, think about that. Let's say it's on your mom's side. They, they I don't know, she has a significant other. And then your dad's side has a significant other. And we have my parents, my family, you know, trying to have a Christmas together. But that's like three different Christmases. And like, you know, that just gets too much. Yeah. Christmas um, is not that hard just because Christmas is two days. We can finish, we can celebrate like American on the 25th. Yeah. and Or like Mexican on the 24th. Yeah. You know, so we can make it work There's but still three so add another yeah, one yeah, yeah bro that's a little too much um top comment this one was not that a who puts people on speakerphone and doesn't let them know sometimes the truth is a bitter pill to swallow and she wasn't secure the, the girlfriend or wife i'm pretty sure she's the one that said call her and put her dude, on speakerphone. dude you, yeah you hit that right on the yeah um uh you were just handing out the dose of meds you inter interrupted me, so it didn't sound as cool. <laughs> but they basically said, the truth, just put it together, the truth is a bitter pill to swallow. You were just handing out the dose of meds. How cool does that sound? I, Super I cool. Messed that you messed up. it up, bro. What the heck, man? Um, uh, no, but you're absolutely right. Like, I think, I think that's like super. Dang, bro, that's a really good like dissection there. I think the, I think the, the other, the jealous girlfriend did put it on speaker. It's like, I want to hear everything you guys are saying. Yeah. What the heck are you talking about? You know, what are you talking about how my back kind of thing? Yeah. Um Okay, what would I what would I suggest? I think I would say She's not the one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah she's I definitely say. not the one. Um as a homie, you know, like as the you, homie. Like uh, for you, bro, like you know, that you have the jealous girlfriend, don't definitely, it's wife. Oh, it's wife? Yeah. They got married? They my got bad. Married. Damn, I missed that. Uh yeah, I don't know. I, I say okay. She's wifed up, so that's a little bit tougher. We're still that not means the one. Still not the one, but but maybe she she can be molded into the one. I don't know. Uh, I say have her just talk to her and be like, "Hey, bro, or hey, wifey, <laughs> um, uh, let's get you some therapy because this is my kid, and this has and worked for him." Couples therapy would be good for that. That as well, yeah. Let's go together therapy or whatever because this is my kid, and this works for him. Like this is not a me thing. This is not a you thing. This is not my ex wife thing. This is our kid thing. Like, this is what works for him, you know? And I don't mess that up for him. Like, he's he seems happy. This yeah. might even be his highlight of the month or whatever. Um, So we need to figure this out together. Oh, this is such a touchy t subject for me. Yeah. Because I can't imagine, like, 
I'm a loser. Like I'm, I'm a loser. I was born a grandma. Um, That's true. My favorite hobbies are puzzles and being by myself. Um, and for my birthdays and stuff, I don't want to do something big or like necessarily with friends. I guess like the next day it could be with friends, but my birthday, I want to spend it with my family. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine like my parents not being able to be in the same room. That'd be tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. As for the the OP, the wife writing in, I mean the ex-wife writing in. Uh, no, dude, you're chilling. You did the right thing. Um, you just keep doing you. Uh, you know, like don't let this man try to like hit you out of not hit you. Try to like take a different course of what you guys are doing right now. Uh, cause that that's that's what's working for the son. You know. Yeah. If anything, try to tell him. Maybe don't be as harsh on the guy. Just be like, hey, like you're messing up right now. And that's not every kid or my problem. That's your problem and your wife's problem. Let's go to couples therapy or whatever and figure it out. Because it's, it's when, gonna... when you are divorced and you have a kid and you're co-parenting, yeah. your spouse needs to be okay with that. You need to find someone that, that is secure with themselves and is okay with how that relationship will look different than a normal relationship yeah. where the your spouse doesn't have kids. It's not the same. It's different. Because mm. a parent's going to put their kid first. Yeah. And you need to find someone that's okay with that. Yeah. All right. Ready for the next story? Yes. Okay. But first, pee break. I need to go pee. So bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's take a little break here. Next story here is, am I the equal for saying my son's teacher shouldn't have brought her baby on stage at graduation? It's actually kind of cool because um, I think this one's actually pretty recent. But it kind of goes into tune with what's going on right now. Because, like, there's a lot of graduations happening right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a graduation season or whatever. We so, just don't care because no one's graduating that we care about. I mm. mean, my little sister's graduating. Oh, school, but. <laughs> I don't count those. Those are bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Those are not. BS, dude. Like, yeah, those don't matter. That's true. It's, it's from middle school to high school. Like, okay. It's a little bit. You I mean, it's kind of. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think even as an eighth grader, I was like. Oh, yeah, this doesn't really matter. Okay, okay. I never cared. Even elementary to middle school, mm-hmm. went to get that little paper, Yeah. left to Mexico. Yeah. Middle school, I was going to show up, made it to the location, like just me and my friend. Okay. And looked inside, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to be here. And then we <laughs> just went to eat or something. I had, like, a blast on my graduations, to be honest. I think it's just a me thing. I wasn't even going to show up to my high school one, but my friend was I definitely like, should. Ha- I have seen, I feel like a lot of my friends do that too, though. Like, a lot of them just didn't care, which yeah, I kind of get. Like, okay, I showed up. I was here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but story. Fine. Okay, yeah. My son just graduated high school last week. One of his teachers brought her two young kids to the ceremony, maybe four months and 18 months, and had the older one running around off to the side for the first half. Then she started crying right before this teacher was supposed to go up and read names. So instead of leaving her with the other teacher, like her youngest, she picked the older one up and took her on stage while she read the names. At this point, she wasn't crying much, but she kept talking slash babbling, and I feel like it took a lot of attention away from the graduates. I was talking to other parents after the ceremony, and I said that the teacher should have left her kids at home or at least not take them on stage to steal attention from the graduates, but everyone sided with the teacher because she very recently became a single mom. I still think she could have figured it out, but the other parents think I'm overreacting. And my hope for saying the teacher ruined the ceremony. Ruined is a big word. Hey, did they ruin it? But 
at the I same think it's time. Kinda, like, it makes sense. I feel like, yeah, I feel like ruined. Like, it left a bad taste. Like, okay. It's kind of what ruining is, isn't it? Oh, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to, I wish I was, I was smarter in the English language at these moments because I feel like ruin is not like the worst word you can use. But I think there's a word on top of it that you. Like you, right below it, you mean? No, no, like on top of it that like makes, could Destroy, be like. Destroy, devastated. Yeah, like devastated it. Yeah. You know, kind of thing All like right. that. Yeah, but I think ruin is kind of the middle I'm on the OP side. Okay. I th- there was like don't all sh- teachers show up? You couldn't have like left your kid with a with a teacher, with someone else. Yeah, I feel like you. Or or better yet, why didn't someone else read the names? When as an as a person that exists yeah, you, in this you, world, uh-huh. in this world, <laughs> and breeds. Uh, no, as a person that exists, I feel and just have your own stuff going on. I feel like you you don't really recognize, or at least maybe just specifically for me. Sometimes it's easy to see firefighters as firefighters, police as police, teachers as teachers, but not as human beings. Sometimes it's kind of like, oh, you're there and you're doing and you're always like 24 seven doing what you're doing. It's kind of like that role is is who you are as a person. And sometimes I feel like I get caught up in that. And and like even when I was like in high school, I'm like, that's the principal. And he is just a principal. He's not a human being. He, he has no life. He sleeps at the school, whatever. He's, he's the principal. That's who he is. You know, that's, I feel like that's kind of what I, where, where I get caught up on it. Sometimes I feel like people do that too. And sometimes I feel like it's even worse where people believe that they themselves are what it is. Like I have a teacher um, or I had a teacher back in high school who like their whole thing was just a, being a teacher. They breathed and lived being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, and the only reason I know this is because like I got along with them and they tell me all these things about like, like oh you know like take whatever the work home I, I grade and then like you know i go to sleep come back be a teacher do the same thing over and that was, that was like their cycle and like whenever they had free time they volunteered to be like whatever a, a, a sub a sub or just you know when they do like i don't know let's see like a firework stand or like a bake mm. sale whatever they were the volunteers as the main teacher blah, blah, blah volunteering like the whole thing was volunteer and i feel like maybe this is what she got caught up on um, she's like, I am the main teacher that's supposed to be at the stage doing the talking. Like I am that person, but I feel like she should know and she should take a step back herself and be like, I'm a human being. I just became a single mom. I need the days off. I shouldn't be the one doing it, but I feel like that didn't click. You know, mm. that's my take on that. What do you think? Um, maybe it's the opposite of what you said. Like she, what? she just became so much of a mom that forgot to oh, be a teacher that's that's gorgeous how beautiful would you just what we did that right, there, <laughs> I'm right? A poet. yeah you're a poet no but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i that's actually pretty cool it could be either or yours or mine i you know because they both fall into place <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it could have been that but i think that's definitely the way it could have gone it should have gone just be like hey I'm dealing with too much. Hand this off to whoever, because it's not like you need to be qualified to just say names. You know, you just say names. Um, I'm not qualified to say names. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. Okay. Somebody who is whoever more... learned like uh, what grade you learned how to read names. I must have missed that listening. <laughs> just skipped that that day. Michelle and. I don't know if it's Michelle or Michael. It's an, a guy's M name. 
Okay. I can't tell the difference. Nice. No. <laughs> well, it's just, it's also good to say that you also have dyslexia. So it's not like you're just dumb. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're just not a dumb person. You just have dyslexia. You know, like, because if you're like a regular, well, it sounds kind of bad, but a regular person without any sort of like, I don't know, dysfunctions or whatever, can tell between the difference between Michael and Michelle. Like, Is it just, a pretty noticeable difference? It's pretty noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're very noticeable. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> someone who has dyslexia, like yourself, yeah, it's I, think, I can see how it's tough. So, yeah. some give the role to somebody who doesn't have dyslexia, you know? <laughs> and can tell the difference between Michelle and Michael. But, um, yeah, it's not, it's not too difficult. Um, but I actually picked this story, too, not just because it falls in line with, like, our theme but also because it's actually one of the the first um uh, uh reddit stories uh and it's actually fairly fairly recent when i read it mm-hmm. but it has actually mixed reviews oh. there's both there hasn't been decided you know how there's like a little poll that kind of makes sense because the parents that op was talking to yeah disagreed or, yeah yeah so like it has mixed reviews like people are both like on the a-hole and not the, like literally top comment was um i believe not the asshole but then the comment right next to it that had almost the same amount of likes was you're the asshole. So, oh. like, it was, like, legit, like, back-to-back. So, I'm curious to see where it, en- it ends up. Like, even right now when, when we're releasing this episode, maybe we can, you know, jump back and see what it ended up being. Yeah. But it's pretty interesting. But just to to read off, like, the top comments between those two, not the asshole and you're the asshole. Um, going into not the asshole first, it is... Not the asshole. She is a professional, and this is part of her job. She should have either gotten a babysitter had another teacher watch her children off stage or just chose not to participate on stage and have another teacher take her place for this year. For her, this was presumably one of many graduations she'll participate in, but it's the only one for these graduates. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how many years has she done this? <laughs> yeah. Where we're at the names. Missing this one doesn't make a difference. That's, yeah, yeah, I don't think it does. I, and I feel like sometimes people make it up to be more than it is. Like sometimes that's their thing. So it's like, no, I have to be the one that does it. It can't be somebody else. Yeah. I'm the chosen one kind of thing. <laughs> um, but you're the asshole one is, you're the asshole. She was required to be there, didn't have childcare support, and still did her job while parenting. I'm sorry you feel that she should ignore her own needs or responsibilities in order to properly congratulate graduates. Nobody was hurt by having a child present while your kid got a diploma. Consider developing some compassion. Um, That person is assuming that the teacher was required to be there yeah out of so many teachers you think the principal or whoever's gonna say no you specifically you have to read the names i don't think yeah i you know what else i almost want to actually i know unless the principal knew like their personal life of the teacher but i was gonna say i almost want to bet that the principal was like no you should probably take the day off dude like you just went through a lot of stuff like you know yeah i don't know i don't like that comment Apparently, and just kind of like, I think I might have missed this, and the, and the post is already removed from Reddit, so it kind of sucks. Oh. So I don't know if, like, I already, if I missed it or not, but apparently, the reason why she's now a single mom is because her significant other passed away. That's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah, some, a lot of, dude, like I'm saying, there's so, it's so interesting, because the community is going back and forth on this. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, you're so, like, inconsiderate, because, like, they, this is a well-known death in the community, and, like, everybody else understands but you are just, like, selfish and, like, are, are blaming her for bringing the kids. I, I don't I agree with that because let's say, well, she was up there, she started crying. She just mm. felt overwhelmed. And everyone's supposed to be like, well, be compassionate. She's going through a lot. 
okay, but what about the moment for these kids that it is their first and only time graduating yeah. from high school? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it, I understand compassion, but I understand also just letting other people do things. That, yeah. I don't know. I think, I, well, sorry, did I cut you off? I just don't like this. <laughs> I don't understand why people are hesitating or debating whether he's yes or not. Mm. I feel like um, the easiest way to kind of come to a conclusion here is did the kids think yeah. that she was an asshole or not for That's doing that? Because as a, as, a, as a high schooler, when I was there and I was waiting for the graduation thing to happen, I was like, this is so boring, bro. I just want something fun or cool or interesting to happen. And if a kid was up why there, why was it boring? Why was it boring? Yeah, because like there the, was so much talking. Oh, like the talking? Were, yeah, like there were so much people talking up there and trying to like be like, "This is our next step further, guys. We all gotta blah blah." Did you know the kids spread up there? your wings? The what happened? Did you know the kids up there, like the valedictorian? Uh, I knew a few of them, yeah. And the one that actually talked in stage, um, uh, is so tough topics. This is the last thing is that I just I just met him for the first time like in person recently. Oh, I thought it was him. maybe because, you know, usually the kids up there are in AP classes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So if most of the kids are not in AP classes, they're like, who the heck is this guy? Oh uh, no, I knew it mostly everybody in high school. So let's <laughs> go. Okay, knowing of them and knowing them are different. I guess so. I I didn't know them personally, but we had similar groups. Uh, regardless though, um, as as a high schooler, I I was oh, like, wait, this my friend was a valedictorian at your graduation. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she was amazing at her speech. Oh no, not her. There was some other guy that like, I don't know. I don't know if they just hired him to be like the, <laughs> like the, the, I don't, the person that warmed up the crowd or something. But he was just <laughs> trying to crack up a bunch of jokes and like, and then he, and then he said the actual thing. And I don't then, know. And my then friend the did a great speech. Yeah. Um. Okay, but, but what I was saying with the high school thing, um, if there was like a kid up there and they were just like goofing around and blabbering, I was like, dude, this is this is fun. Like, this is cool. I, I want to know what the kid's gonna do next. Like, what if he throws something to one of the teachers? That'd be so interesting. Um, <laughs> like, it would just—it's something different, you know. I just wanted that moment to be over. Yeah, maybe so. You ready for the next? Story? I had fun. I'm gonna show off for a little bit because I was a nerd. I didn't have a life. I just did school. It's true. So, like, my name was, like, the first name to be called, called out. Because, not because alphabetically, but because I was just really good. I don't. So, it was really over real quick for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. I don't know how they maneuvered through everything. But, like, I remember that there was, like, the AP kids. And then, like, the next line of people that went up. It was not the AP kids. Whatever. It was, like, the, the, the smartest, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The smartest kids, right? They were there, and then the next line of kids that were there was like I was in the I was in that line. So I was like, I don't know what the heck does that does that mean? Is just because it's like shortest to uh, tallest or whatever it is. I don't know how you made it back there. I don't know either, bro. I was like, what the heck? It was literally that first line and then me second line. And like, I don't like I don't I think I don't think I've shared this. Alphabetical, right after that. Is it? Yeah. And I have no idea how I made it up, dude. Because like, um, I was legit the second line to go up. Um, and it's not because I was smart because I don't, I don't know if I've told anybody, but like, I was not smart. <laughs> I was just, I mean, I'm smart in my own sense, but like, I just goofed around in high school. Yeah. I, I could care less about high school. Yeah. I'm always just showing off. Time. I don't think I'm smarter than other people. I think there's just people that cared. 
played the school game. That's what yeah. I'll call it. And there's kids that didn't. What do you fall into? I played the game, oh, dude. Okay, and like, freaking my straight A's. I mean, I played, like, it, I played my own game. So, yeah. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, you, you did what you were supposed to do, uh, and other kids just didn't. Yeah, I didn't. That doesn't mean that you're smarter or not. Yeah, I just had a fun time. Uh, high school was really fun. Yeah, it wasn't for me. It was a lot of just... Stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. But with that being said, you want to jump over to the next story here? Yeah. And final story, actually. All right. It is... Am I the hope for telling my sister she needs to pay for childcare or I'm not going to her wedding? My female 25 sister's wedding, female 28, is in a couple months. She recently sent out invitations. I was invited as a regular guest, not a bridesmaid or maid of honor, since we live a state apart. And obviously, there's a certain level of involvement and time that goes into being part of the bridal party, which I understand. I want to be there for my sister, and obviously, I'd like to see her get married. But the problem is, I'm a single mom. My son is six, and when he's not at school, I need to be at home watching him. So being out for hours at a time isn't really in the cards for me right now. My sister's wedding is child-free. Since it's taking place in her state, I need to commute, and I'd probably have to be gone from my house for two full days. I can't have my family watch my son since they'll be at the wedding. And I don't really have friends who will babysit for two days. I contacted my sister and asked if she'd be willing to let my son come to the wedding with me and explained he couldn't be left alone so young and that I didn't have anyone to watch him. She responded by telling me her no children policy was strict and she wouldn't make any exceptions. I explained my situation again and said I'd need some form of child care or to bring him with me. I then asked her if she would be willing to pay me to hire a nanny or babysitter to watch him. She got offended and said children and weddings are both parts of life. And I need to just figure it out. It's my kid, my problem. Which, sure, that's true. But also, her wedding. Her making it a problem by not allowing me to bring my kid. I told her she could either pay for my child care or I wouldn't be going to her wedding. Which, all she did was call me ridiculous and entitled. She said she shouldn't have to pay for my child. And that part of being an adult is knowing how to take care of that kind of thing. I think that's ridiculous. Money is tight. Child care is expensive. I can't magically afford for someone to watch my six-year-old, and most people would just let me bring him to the wedding. My sister says she is definitely not paying for childcare, and I guess you're not going to the wedding then. My whole family is mad at me for not being there for my sister. Am I the asshole? This whole family is stupid. <laughs> okay, tell and me why. I don't want to go to her wedding anyway. All right, what's up? First, I hate weddings. Yes, I didn't wear. <laughs> <laughs> I only went to one, and that was because I was a flower girl, and I was like six years old. I yeah. didn't, I didn't have you a choice. You turned up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a choice. Yeah. Um, but what? I feel like if I'm okay, I'm gonna put myself in Opie's sister's shoes. I'm getting married, and I want my sister there. If I want my sister there, and I understand her situation, then, and I really don't want kids at the wedding. That's yeah. fine. I want my sister there. Then I'm going to call babysitters, call daycares, and figure out something so that she can feel safe leaving her kid there and coming to my wedding. You would pay for it? Maybe not, but my it, it just depends. If she needed okay. because she can't pay for it, yeah. I want my sister there. So, yes, I would pay for it. I, w I want my sister there, so I would look for a place that her kid can stay at. Yeah. Ooh. She's a horrible sister by saying, your problem. Replying, I, no kids. Yeah. That's the policy. I guess that's that's kind of like the root of this whole situation. I don't think the sister necessarily cares if 
the I mean like I'm talking about OP sister. Yeah. I don't like the Yeah. Bridesmaid? No, the bridesmaid. I got it. Okay. Go on. What's her face name? OP sister. <laughs> okay. Her. <laughs> I feel like she doesn't necessarily care to have her sister um in the wedding or not. Yeah. You know? Which is Bride. It, it's called Bride. The Bride. The That's bride. what the word you're That's kinda like for oh, Bride. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go on. I, I agree with you. And an invitation is an invitation. It's not you're not obligated. You're not That's summoned. This is not freaking jury duty <laughs> where you do need to show up. Um it's an invitation. Yeah. If I can't make it, I can't make it. If you wanted me there, then we would work something out. Yeah. But she doesn't care enough to make it work. Yeah. Um I do though think that like OP went a little too far. I wouldn't have been like, hey, like it's either I'm not going to be there or you're paying for my child care support, like, whatever. Like, I wouldn't even, I, I, I feel like it's kind of, like, too entitled almost, um, which is what they called her a little bit, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but, um, the way that she approached it, would yeah, you pay me? Exactly. It, I think it'd be better if it was, like, hey, dude, like, I really, really, really want to go. Like, you're my sister. I want to be there, you know? But I just don't have the money, man. I'm, yeah. I'm a single mom, you know? Money's tight out here. Uh, just gambled like two grand on okay. the casino and I lost it. Who would have thunk? Right? <laughs> Somebody saw it. Uh, can you just let me borrow like you know, a few bucks? I will pay for it if I need to throughout like the next couple months. I just can't put it up from right now for my kid. Something like that, you know? That could even be a thing. Or like, let's say the child care is like 250 for two nights, which I don't know how much child care is. Mm-hmm. Also, it could two be, like, days? I heard you can't do weddings one day. <laughs> Two days? I'd have a blast for two days, man. <laughs> you can go. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, like, two days and just have the, someone take care of it. And then, you know, whoever pays for it, pays for it. And then you pay that person over the next span of, like, a year or something. I don't know. Two, three months. Is this just the way that I see it? If I'm financially capable of helping out my sister so my sister can show up, why wouldn't yeah. I? Why That's would true. I tell her, yes, pay me back? Yeah. I agree. Um, now, do you think OP is an asshole or not? No. Of course no? not. Do you think they're okay? You think it, Or do you have any, like, issues with how they approached anything at all? I don't Just, like that she said, would you pay me? But, yes, could I bring my kid? No. Okay. I'm struggling because I don't have friends out there and the family's going to be there, obviously. So, yeah. I, I, are you able to help me out? I want to show up for you. Yeah. I think everything is, I think you're, what you're saying is correct. Like, I think that everything, the, the issues, the approach that she took, she just yeah. needs to be better about it. Um, but, but she's not in the wrong. The sister sounds like a. Yeah, the sister sounds like a little douchey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't, I think. It, the, this is the kind of things adults are supposed to figure out. Yeah. Weddings and kids are adult things. I was actually surprised because I, I thought it was something like you'd be more in line with. Because I feel like for me, I kind of walk around the issue. Like a tiptoe around most things, mm-hmm. but like you're very direct. Yeah. You're like I I tell how it is kind of person. So I thought you'd be like, oh yeah, like she the sister put the 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 prerequisites, or whatever the circumstances, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, and if she can't meet them, she can't meet them. Uh, the bride put the circumstances, whatever. And if the sister can't meet them, the sister can't meet them. I thought you were gonna be more in tune with the bride, actually. No. If I want my sister there, then now I'm going to do what I can on my end to yeah. try to make that happen. Facts. Um, she did add an edit, by the way, OP. Mm-hmm. She said, I think some people are misunderstanding the post, so I'll be more clear. I'm not trying to force my sister to pay for anything, and it's totally fine if I can't come. She accepts that, and I just don't go. 
It only became a problem when my entire family came after me for not going to the wedding. I'm not mad at my sister for not paying. I'm mad at her for turning the family against me and saying me doesn't want to come to the wedding and complaining about me behind my back to my parents. She complained about me not going to the wedding as if I was purposely avoiding it. Yeah, sister's definitely the the bride. The, yeah, she definitely got some issues, man. Maybe she's just doing the bridezilla thing. Where like she, yeah. Just like, if you're bridezilla, I'm sorry, you're not just a bridezilla, and that just happened because you became a bride. <laughs> no, yeah. that's who you are. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Tom comment doesn't actually help our case, nor no, nor help Opie's case. It goes uh, the Tom comment is you're the asshole, by the way, and then it is I get where you're coming from. But you went about this all wrong. I'm sorry, but it's not within my budget to travel so far and also arrange to pay for childcare when I get there. I send my best. Full stop. Don't ask for handouts from a stressed out bride. Is that what people do? Good Lord. If she's gracious, she or the family will offer a solution. But you don't ask for that. That's where the entitlement came from. In the end, the kid is your responsibility. No one else's. I don't think handouts. I don't believe in handouts with my family. Yeah. You know, if if my brother needed my help, either of my brothers, then they're not asking for a handout. He's my brother. Yeah, it's like support. Yeah. Yeah, we support each other because we're a family. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I A lot of people were actually going at her <laughs> in Reddit for the way she approached everything and yeah, all that. But I feel like I feel like it's not her, man. It's It's the bride. She's definitely like a little snaky you're saying i don't like her yeah and uh she's definitely douchey i i honestly at this point i wouldn't go i wouldn't even try to make it work um i would just be like bro you messed up and the family i would just whoever's contacting you maybe either ignore them or be like hey i tried my best i just couldn't make it work i'm sorry it's hard out here you know? i'm not sorry i wouldn't say i'm sorry okay well then it's hard out here <laughs> <laughs> but trust me i wish i was able to attend you know I don't I don't talk to people that are like that either. Yeah. That would call me to say you're being <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got other way to just kinda like straight up yell yeah. at you or tell you off. Yeah, I don't know. This family also is kinda toxic y. Um best of luck, OP. Yeah. Uh you're you're not wrong, man. And I'm sorry that like, you know, your family's kinda against you at this point. Um, you know, just have fun. Have fun time with your child and, you know, don't let it get to you. Uh, any last words on this? No, I liked how that comment said to approach it. Yeah, that's a good approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed. It was, I think, a longer episode, but it was a fun one. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and if you guys did enjoy and you are listening to this for the first time, go ahead and hit subscribe, man. We want you here, part of the neighborhood, and we want you guys to, you know, just have fun, spending good time with us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one. And that's all we we always say. Have a great day, great month, great year, great week, great life overall. And um, yeah, can't wait to see you in the next episode. Later. Bye.